And joining me on the line to talk further about the budget tonight and what we will hopefully expect for the Northern Territory is the Chamber of Commerce CEO, Greg Ireland. Good morning to you, Greg. Good morning, Katie. How are you today? Not too bad. Uh, well, I, I'm half excited about the budget, Greg, but I don't know if the rest of Australia is. Some people find it boring, but I think we're all hoping that there's going to be a bit in there for the Northern Territory. Yeah, it's certainly going to be an interesting uh, budget, Katie, with uh, a new government coming in and, and having to deal with some challenges and, and also having to put this interim situation in place. And it's also interesting to... Uh, to hear a bit of a focus on some social aspects rather than just pure economics, which is a little different this time for this type of event. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be um, must-see viewing tonight. It will be. Now, Greg, does there need to be investment in the Northern Territory when it comes to workforce shortages, or what are you hoping to see? Look, it, it certainly does, and um, a number of the announcements that we've seen already, Katie, you know, the support for Middle Arm, which is uh, something that we absolutely support, as well as the roads that are going to be connecting uh, remote communities together, which is absolutely vital for the Territory, are going to do exactly that, you know, exacerbate the workforce issue. So um, over a period of time, we're going to be needing quite a substantial numbers of, of workers into the Territory, and you know, we're hearing something like... 35,000 over the next uh, decade. Wow. Where are we going to find those workers? Well, that's the great uh, conundrum, I think. And um, your Territory Government is, is certainly looking to to assist business in uh, in supporting that, that program. One of the couple of key areas for the Chamber, Katie, are um, the continuation of the subsidised apprenticeship. So we've seen that um, during the previous government uh, supporting additional funding for employers to support apprentices has seen that the numbers grow up to about 4,000 here in the Territory. Um, that funding has uh, terminated and uh, we're seeing those numbers withdrawn back again. So we'd like to see that reinstated and, and have some more apprentices and growing our own labour yeah. force into the future. Well, um, but migration is, is certainly key as well. I mean, do you think that the federal government, and I don't know whether it's something that they're going to be looking at in this budget, but do you think that there needs to be more incentives for people to move to, to more regional parts of Australia? Yeah, it's, it's a difficult one, Katie. Uh, you know, historically, we've always had a problem recruiting down south, and a lot of that is to do with the climate. Um, there's not too much that the federal government can do about that. Um, in terms of being a tropical environment. So we do have to attract the, the right people and, and sometimes are few and far between. The um, the reality is that people coming from our north are uh, much more accustomed to the, the weather that we have here and uh, it's probably a more logical fit for us to be engaging with them. So uh, migration, as I just mentioned, is, is yep. certainly going to be the key. Now, do you think that there needs to be some measures to ease the cost of living pressures that we're experiencing as well? Uh, look, it's um, it's going to be the way of the future. I don't think we're going to see too many prices go backwards, but we certainly want that inflation rate to uh, to remain as as reasonably small as possible. So uh, there's some key areas. Um, you know, fuel has been one of those things that's been talked about uh, quite extensively. Yep. It, it's a, an input cost to business, absolutely, but it's it's a pretty much a fixed cost. I mean, everyone has to get in their car and drive to work, or or um, you know, do their deliveries, or, or whatever the situation is. And it's one of those um, must-have areas. You know, the, the Chamber is um, vocal about it, but we also are a little bit wary of uh, people exposing their um, profit margins and so forth. So uh, we think that 
as we grow the economy, more increased uh, competition will be the solution to some of those challenges. And that's the, you know, I guess that's the big thing is growing the economy, growing the population. And a lot of people are pretty sceptical about that, given some of the other social issues that we've got. Yeah, well, that's uh, another opportunity for the federal government to support the Northern Territory and uh, some funding for, uh, you know, reducing crime and and providing some uh, other mechanisms for, for things for people to do to to distract them, I guess, yep. from uh, some of the antisocial behaviour would, would also be certainly welcome. Yes, yeah, there any areas in particular that you reckon that there does need to be sort of um, some focus on in this space? It's a, it's a clear problem for the community both up and down the track. I mean, we've seen what's happening in Central Australia in the yep. Barclay. It's, it's just very ordinary. Um, some of those diversionary programs are going to be the key. Um, you know, simply locking people up is, is proven to be... Uh, you know, problematic. So, if any the, any funding that's available to support those programs, I think would be greatly appreciated by the community. But at the end of the day, from a chamber perspective, we are focused on you know the economic growth and making mm. sure that uh, we're a prosperous place to live into the future. And on that note, um, you know, are you hoping as well? Because something that's been raised with us on quite a number of occasions in recent weeks is um, not only the visa application process, but also you know um, people that are already here that are wanting to stay, not being able to actually stay, and being deported. Are you hoping that we're going to see some movement when it comes to to the visa processes? Oh, look, I think it's absolutely essential. We've been talking with um, both Territory and Federal Governments about exactly that. The complexity in, in going through this visa process is just um, you know, obscene, for want of a better word. Um, yep. you know, the timeframes associated with it, we're seeing people take up to three years to get um, you know, foreign worker visas. It's um, just crazy. And then it's costing the applicant and the business um, up to ten or $15,000 to process. So... There's opportunity there to, to reduce complexity, you know, inc- reduce the time frame and, and reduce the cost, and that'll mm. be a win for all of us. So, Greg, if you had a couple of take-homes, uh, you know, for the federal for the federal budget tonight, what would they be? What are the things that are essential for us in the territory that you're hoping to see out of tonight's budget? So, for us, it starts with certainty, um, and the middle arm funding is is provide certainty for local businesses to uh, to look at investing in themselves. So, that private investment is absolutely critical for the economy, as is the investment in by those project proponents. So, certainty is is probably high on the list. Um, I think closing the gap will come from connectivity. So, uh, those roads are, are super critical. The yep. funding that's there at the moment is not going to fix all of the issues, but it's certainly a good start. So. Uh, those are probably the two key things that we, we like to see from what we've heard so far. Migration and um, apprenticeships also high on the list. Well, Greg Island, the CEO of the Chamber of Commerce, always good to catch up with you. Let's wait and see exactly what uh, what gets handed down in that budget tonight. Thanks, Katie. Thank you. glued to the TV. <laughs> good stuff. Good on you, Greg. Thank you.